This is where this gets different. Welcome to this podcast of ours, the Lingus Mafia. I'm the boss of this family, Mr. Cav Manning, along with my consigliere, Mr. Fausty Walnuts. What do you hear? What do you say? Along with our underboss, Gregorio. Buonasera. You know, I wanted to start the show and go, it is now time for week two in the extreme football. Because <laughs> we have football, and I couldn't be fucking happier. I'm, I'm fucking thrilled. The, the girlfriend put a sour face on when I say, <laughs> and, and I keep getting the same. Like she didn't remember me telling her every other I fucking want day. I my football. Uh, where's my football? I say I'm. Like, she's like, because uh, I was doing. We were doing shit on Saturday where I had to go to my mother's house with this bird, and so I'm like, well. You know, I go, I would like to see, you know, the first week, I'd like to see some live like stuff, right? And it's, well, what day is football, this new thing? And I go, Both. Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fucking, she clutched her chest, hit the fucking floor. And um, I'm like, I told you, I have said, if we're doing something, that's fine. I can record this. This is not a fucking, I need to watch this, you know. Yeah, Otherwise, I'm going to kill myself. XFL for God, God's sake. Well, don't say it like that, Faust. Shit, I would like to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. If I was single, I would be sitting on the couch. It would be appointment television. Um, uh, how dare you? How <laughs> dare you? Now, I'm like, oh, okay, it's on. So I recorded each one because I would need to watch the thing. But, like, we're at the house. I said, um, I just want to put on, like, 10 minutes worth to just to see, get taste. And I'll watch the rest later. And it was like, oh, my God, what are you doing? You know, and I'm like, so I watched, uh, got home on Sunday and watched one full game uh, sitting. And then there was like, oh, there's another game afterwards. <laughs> She's like, can't we just watch the fucking Goonies at this point? And I said, all right, I put it on another TV <laughs> and I put the Goonies on the one. And this woman had never seen Goonies before, by the way. So this was the point of me picking Goonies. So I said, good. Because I keep telling her she need to watch the goddamn Goonies. And now there's an excuse. Fucking walks out in the middle of it. What? Goes, didn't keep my interest. I said, I'll fucking remember this when when you want me to watch The Bachelor. No, not that show. Um, Something else. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, she walk out during The Bachelor, too. I got to stop her on that. Um, Yeah, and she didn't... Uh, she didn't. She didn't watch the end of that fucking movie at all. And I'm like, what uh, the fuck? 
Yeah, I was highly fucking disappointed by that. That was the whole reason for you picking it, right? Yes! So fucking oh, reason. Fuck. But I'm like, all right, well, I got I, to watch a Goonie, so fuck I, you. I think there's too much nostalgia in your memory of the movie. Oh, you weren't uh, thrilled with it, huh? Oh no, I loved it. I just okay. I remember from being from a kid, loving it then. And but you know, looking at it with fresh eyes, maybe she just wasn't enthralled like we were when we was kids. Well, let's get through the movie, I guess now while we talk right. about it. Um, uh, this is a tale, the Goonies, <laughs> of uh, 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 about what is there about four of them, four rapscallion kids. Uh, they're the Goonies officially, and then you know more join later you have um you have mikey you have chunk you have mouth and data those data. those are the original now on one hand for us those are the core <laughs> of the fab four you have the fab four on the other on the other side you have the the grown-up which he was 16 apparently it is brandon <laughs> He, he and and I'm like, why is he where he goes to work out? And he he dresses in full fucking uh, spacesuit practically. What is that? With you got to put shorts over your sweatpants. Fucking Christ! <laughs> I understand that when you have a uh, spandex uh, tights, because then your penis is too. Mm. It gets smashed back. I've been oh. there. It looks. Uh, listen, I know you don't know anything about this, Greg, because you just tuck it down to your knee and you're fine at that point. But otherwise, <laughs> it gets you know turtled out and you get you get uncircumcised um, when it pushes you in. But hey, yeah, man, that's the man who would become Thanos. So you know what? I didn't know. Thanos. How about that? That's fucking. I know it was Brolin, but I don't know. I'm, I'm like, I don't know why. I, I'm so far like I'm thinking it's nowadays, and I'm like, oh, is that Josh Brolin is. The son of somebody. <laughs> I'm like, no, he's the old one, I guess. He was. Yeah, no, he's the son of somebody. His who's, dad was... Uh, go ahead. Uh, who the fuck... Uh, he was going out with... Who's his dad partnered with? I forgot. But yeah, Barbara he's Streisand. A, <laughs> Am I Jack, wrong? It's Barbara yeah, Streisand. So. Yeah. But I don't think that's his mom, though. No, no. That's well past. But Barbara yeah. Streisand's the, the girlfriend of uh, James Brolin's dad. They're James. That's his. I could. His name was escaping me. There you go. Yeah, his parent. Yeah, his dad's James Brolin. Um. So as my notes say, I write the Fertellis escape. Joey Pant. Now this is the most nonsense. <laughs> and I go, wow. I don't remember the beginning like that. You know, you're like, oh fuck. It's been a while. Uh, but yeah, I'm like, I don't remember the beginning at all. Oh man. I said, okay. Joey Pant sets fire to the fucking police station <laughs> by shooting at it, and he makes a square. <laughs> Of fucking fire around, so the cops can't run after them. They can't. I'm like, it's Brilliant. a wall of flames, like it's a fucking inferno match. Yeah. <laughs> um, the retarded po- cops can't figure a way to do this. Uh, so they they run down, they escape down the streets, and the cops are all chasing them. The way they escape is they ride right into a beach race with cars. <laughs> What a coincidence. Yeah, perfect fucking timing. And I guess the cops just say, fuck it. <laughs> so they get out of there. Uh, so Mikey and his big brother, Brandon, are sad because they're going to have to move next week. And you know what? They don't fully, like, if you're first watching this, I don't think you would get it. I think it's from years of it being drilled into our brains of what happened. That there's a development community coming and they're going to make a fucking golf course over the a country club. Yeah, on Over that hillside. Yeah, yeah I'm like, was kind of on the hill, <laughs> on the, up the mountain. You imagine that putt would be a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, all right, but I think when it first happens, okay. Um, 
so okay they're sad they're gonna be foreclosed by developers um they're gonna be a spot um but how about this so this is the they say like the friends come a mouth comes over and they're like oh this is the last weekend we're gonna be goonies together and i get like who the fuck knows where they're moving they're moving across the world apparently yeah um so i'm like nothing else is in the fucking community so they're moving far away and not one thing in the house is packed Right. <laughs> now, I don't understand that. I'm like, this is the last... Zero is fucking packed. Okay, very good. Um, right away, product placement with Pepsi. Mouth mm-hmm. holding oh, yeah. a nice Pepsi. And I giggle because in uh, Corey Feldman um, is Michael Jackson boy. Oh, yeah, in his shirt, right? Well, you see the shirt he was wearing, right? Right, yeah. He's wearing a Prince <laughs> shirt. <laughs> Prince. Which I find very fucking funny. Um, purple rain shirt, I think. Yeah, so uh, this chunk comes over to the fucking house, uh, or as we like to call him because we're good friends, Lawrence. He comes <laughs> over, and I laugh because it's open the gate. He can't get in. They have this whole fucking nig rig system. But the, like the Rune Goldberg machine or something like that? Yeah, I had to look this up, what this is called. Yeah, Rune really? Goldberg machines. I don't yeah. recall. They actually called it something? I didn't hear that. Yeah, I because notice. I'm like, oh, this was produced by Steven Spielberg, sure. who also did uh, Back to the Future. You had your contraptions, too. Sure. And Pee Wee's Playhouse, they had contraptions similar. A big adventure. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, like a big, huge, complex machine to perform a simple task is called Mm -hmm. the Rube Goldberg machine. Because that's, I was like, boy, he could have walked down those steps and opened the fucking door before this whole thing happened. (laughs) And then I said, now who's closing the fucking thing? So they got to like like, to watch. This was like the fucking, remember the board game Mousetrap? All that fucking work for one fucking thing. And I loved it. I sat there. I like, I have a, a fascination with like dominoes. Doing all that shit where they're fucking not the pizza, the where they push the domino and it goes forever. I I enjoy a big long bullshit like this. Um, so they uh, they let chunk in and they go upstairs. They say let's go on treasure hunting and, and see what's upstairs. The dad don't like them up in the attic and they go to the attic of course because they're uh, rap scallions. Um, and they go they find a treasure map. Okay, they get a treasure map and uh, they they. Try to read this, and of course, um, mouth. He knows Spanish for some fucking reason. Yeah. <laughs> and so they get this treasure map, and uh, Mikey's not allowed to leave the house because he got the asthma. Much like uh, he sound like Faust right now because he has the asthma. Yeah. He can't <laughs> leave. Um, so they decide they tie up Brand, and uh, they they go to find uh, Willy Wonka's treasure. So they go on the the hunt. And, uh, you know, maybe they'll find some everlasting gobstoppers. You never know uh, what could be out there in that ship. So they leave. Um, now they get the, they get the little uh, a map with them and with the little uh, uh, Riley Martin symbol where they're going to go find, you know, where this, this thing is. So he lines up the fucking Jedi <laughs> symbol. <laughs> Against a Death Star. Yeah, and he matches the, uh, the mountains and the lighthouse. Okay, so they go to a restaurant. Now, I was very glad. I was writing notes, and then Mouth said something, and I said, thank fucking God, because this was a big problem for me, where they said, oh, this is a summer restaurant. It's fall now, so they're closed. And I'm like, this thing looks like it was abandoned 20 fucking oh, years ago. What the fuck? It was boarded up. 
it was cobwebbed, and I'm like, this is fall. It's not even winter. It's fall, and it was a summer place. <laughs> it had been closed a month at the fucking worst. Um, and Mouth even says it looks like it hasn't been open for 10 summers. So I was like, oh, good. They actually address it. Um, Brandon finds the Goonies eventually. He goes to chase them. He finds them. Um, and also then uh, we have... Is it Mikey who finds? I think it might be actually Chunk who finds, or somebody finds Jason Voorhees in the fucking basement. Um, and they see Sloth down there. Oh, which, Sloth! That, I I said it was Lalo Alzado with John Matuzak. Yes, played. John Matuzak <laughs> was Sloth. And um, did you realize the T-shirt that he was wearing in the movie? By the way, the Raiders. He wore a Raiders fucking shirt, which was very. That was interesting. the last team he played with. There you have it. Um. Two hoes show up to find Brandon, um, and they find a tunnel in this restaurant, so they go on their little fucking uh, treasure hunt there. They find a dead guy in the freezer who seems to flinch a lot um, <laughs> when things happen. <laughs> I was like, whoop, he blinked he because he's falling out, and they're jumping up and down, so you flinch. Um, so the uh, Fratellis capture Chunk. They say they're going to put his hand in a blender unless he talks, and he talks. So then they start. They have to go follow the Goonies now because they know where they're going. Uh, then the Goonies they end up going to Willy Wonka's. They find the treasure. Um, they get cornered by the Fratellis who make them walk the plank. And then Sloth shows up, swings down and rescues two mannequins from the fucking plank. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys. Did you see these? I said, oh, I had to call her back into the room. I go. Check out the fucking per- people on the plank. And it was like, oh, my God. They were just standing out there and they jiggled when he fucking swung by and grabbed them. <laughs> <laughs> Their rubber appendages jiggled. Um, okay. So, uh, you know, all, all happens there. They they get rescued. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the dad has to go sign the papers. And this is what I found funny. I put notes. He tears up the papers and throws them up in the air to make, like, the confetti. And someone behind him throws another fucking bunch oh, of confederate yeah. bombs. I saw that too. <laughs> the fuck. And then, uh, so they, uh, Mikey has, the, you know, the jewels in his pocket if, instead of the marbles. And I guess this is how they. And I so nobody would go get that ship after yeah, they see this the thing fuck? going to police. And I'd be like, do you get your claim on it? Like, hey, that's mine. But it was like, well, now you don't have it. So that's not yours. And then all the gold gets uh, taken away. And that handful of uh, jewels, I guess, is worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. Enough to save the town. Eh, It's a ruby. Uh, Yeah, the whole town. I figure they're building this thing around it. it called Astoria. Astoria. It's a real city in uh, Oregon. Yeah, it is Oregon. Oregon. Um, So here's the, um, I got a little bit of fun facts here. Um, The director wanted authentic reaction from the kids when they saw Willie's ship for the first time. So they didn't get to see it until it was time to shoot. Right. Um, as we know, John Matuzak played a defensive lineman for the Raiders until 91. Yeah, you mentioned he had a Raiders shirt, and mm-hmm. then he pulled it off, and what did he have underneath? Yeah, Superman. Superman. Is right. And the director of the movie is? Oh, Dick Richard Donner. Donner. There you go. <laughs> hey yo, hey yo. Didn't even realize. Um, Superman, so there you go. Yes. Uh, do you realize there, the model ship seen sailing at the end has a miniature R2-D2 hidden in the deck. Really? Yes, and I have a picture of that I can send to you guys. Um, 
I mean, I knew it looked fake as fuck, but I didn't notice the R2-D2. Sure. Um, Among the material cut from the film was the Goonies' Oath. Um, But I I swear I saw this in the... And, and like, I see a picture. It says, don't say that. Goonies... uh, Don't say that. Never say that. Goonies never say die. Why do I know that he always said Goonies never say die? I thought that yeah, was... Yeah, fucked up when you mentioned you were saying we are watching Goonies and I said Goonies never die and then I was at work and Dick the Pincher corrected me and said, hey man, it's Goonies never say die. I was like, oh, ah. I knew I said it wrong. <laughs> Goonies never die. But apparently there's a couple scenes that were deleted. That scene and a scene with an octopus. Oh. But I guess apparently sometimes depending on what station they show the movie on, they mm-hmm. show those scenes. But if you watch the DVD or like, you know, I watched it on uh, Amazon. They didn't show those fucking scenes. So at the end, he says something. About, I forget who it is. I think it's Chunk. He says something about a uh, a fucking octopus. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> There's a um, what well, the the Amazon version. They, I think it was Mikey says it to to Carrie Green's uh, um, character Andy, and it says Goonies oh, never say die. Name. And then and then Andy says. What did she say? Like, well, I'm not a Goonie, Mikey. And then she was about to get in, in that fucking bucket to go up. Troy's, but like, that's going to yeah. fucking pull him out no of the wishing shit. well. And they didn't feel <laughs> yeah, that the, the, the weight was any different as they were pulling it up. Yeah. Um, uh, Donner told uh, the kids um, he would yell out big eyes when he wanted them to widen their eyes for the camera. When they're like in scared or in shock. Uh, this was very interesting. One-eyed Willie's head was an actual human skull. What the fuck? Yeah, and it is kept in the home of Richard Donner among his uh, model pirate ship. So I'm like, wow, so that skull that had, like, it had a, a blank spot for the fucking willy eye, too. So yeah. no eye was there. Um, in the script, Willie's full name is listed as William B. Portobel. Like the mushroom? I guess, Portobello. Um... The film contains references to other 80s films like Gremlins. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, when the cop is saying, like, oh, is this like the time you said, uh, you yeah, know, you wet them after midnight or whatever mm-hmm. the line was? Yeah. Uh, the film took five months to produce, was shot almost entirely in sequence. Now, that is yeah. fucking crazy rare. That never right. fucking, you, hell, we didn't fucking film our stupid movies. Mm. Like that. <laughs> Just because we were told that's not how you do it. Um, the scene where the kids escape the Fratellis and are on the beach you reunited with their parents. Some of the actors' real parents were um, along with uh, several crew members. Um, see, I didn't get this one. When Data falls from the cave ceiling, he screams, holy shit. Holy S-H-I-T. S-H-I-T. Does he say that? I don't even fucking remember him yeah, saying that. He does, because I read some of the trivia ahead of time. Uh-huh. And so I did notice he does say that, S-H-I-T. Because apparently yeah. his parents didn't want him to swear. Yeah. <laughs> you imagine that he could spell it. Yeah. Fucking let's get past it. Uh, it took five hours of makeup uh, to create Soth, Sloth, whose mm-hmm. eye was operated by remote control. Yeah. <laughs> um, at the end of the movie, when describing what happened to the police... And press data says the scariest part was the octopus, <laughs> but that scene was cut from the yeah, final. That's what I'm release. saying. That yeah. the scene was cut. <laughs> uh, Jeff Cohn, who plays Chunk, 
uh, was so committed to his role that he showed up to work with chicken pox out of fear of being calling in sick and losing his part. <laughs> That's like fucking, uh, you'd be like Vince McMahon, you better not call in. You fucking lose it. Uh, Donner made a cameo in the film as one of the deputies oh. on uh, one of the four-wheelers that show up. Um, Sean Aston, who played Mikey. Rudy! Rudy. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Look at that shit. I wouldn't even fucking know. Uh, was allowed to keep the map from the film. That's pretty good. Um, there were many rewrites that the actors didn't get to see the scripts until it was time to shoot. Uh, director and crew slid down the giant water slide after wrapping. I would like to do that, too. That'd be fun. Um, yeah, that slide did look fun. Yeah, and I'm like, at the time, you wouldn't know if you were sliding into a thing of spikes. That yeah, would be you would you would be like I'm stopping myself and slowly going down this thing. So um, that is that. That is your uh, Goonie review and your fun facts. Hey, one of the uh, executive producers of the Goonies was Kathleen Kennedy. Kathleen Kennedy. What is she? Right? What is she nowadays? She is now the president of Lucasfilm. Oh, oh okay. listen to this. Um, I oh, give what? it. A five. One more thing about the movie. Oh, five, oh, five out of five. That's great. I am. Uh, it's a classic movie. That these, these are those ones that we do, the fucking classic ones, the all-time greats. It, it got to be fives for me. <clears throat> Go ahead. Uh, I like how uh, Chunk called the uh, the Jeep uh, an RV. Huh. Like when he opened the... Uh, right? Didn't he call yeah. it an OV? When, 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 uh, when he opened the... Uh, not an SUV, right? Yeah, not an SUV. Is that yeah. what they were called? Off-road vehicle? I guess I just uh, a, that sounds hmm. yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, I so, that was funny. I give it five truffle shuffles. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, what about you? Three quarters. Four and three quarters. That ain't too bad. That ain't too bad. You always got to leave room just in case there's something better, right? I am Greggy boy. I was also gonna point out in uh, Deadpool two. There's a couple uh, Goonies references because, like we noted, like I mentioned, Josh Brolin he also plays Cable, the main heel, ah. in Deadpool two. And there's a scene where Deadpool actually calls Cable One-Eyed Willie. Oh, that's pretty good. He's like, "Hey, when I..." And there's also another scene where uh, when Deadpool is at a gimmick and he's just weighed and he's sitting on the couch and he's wearing Chunk's Hawaiian shirt. Oh, well, look at that shit! So there's a couple Easter eggs there. Very good, uh, Greggy boy. Four and a half. Okay, very good. Um, Fausti, you're next. All right. I'm also going to go with a classic. Oops, there's an ad on this. I figure we're all going with classics uh, to start yeah. this pig. And right. since it's uh, Valentine's Day, oh, it's no. Friday. <laughs> My bloody Valentine. Oh, I think I know it. Hey! Oh, that's funny. Safe. That's right. I am dangerous. Wild card. Why is that 
the seat of his pants. Yeah, I guess when I see something, I go right after it. It takes a lot more than just fancy flying. Film in the school is about combat. <laughs> there are no points for second place. Figured it out yet? What's that? Who's the best pilot? No, I think I can figure that one out on my own. So what's the movie this week? Um, you know, what's funny is I actually said uh, to the Duchess this while we're watching it, I go, you know, what we got to do is uh, because the new Top Gun's coming out. I go, we got to watch uh, Top Gun soon before that comes out. <laughs> so thank you. Um, and well, the funny thing is, I've never seen Top Gun. Yeah, I think I remember you saying that a while back, or like you've seen parts but never saw it in total. So, yeah, I'm maybe a fucking one part. I I couldn't even tell you. So, um, very good. We'll see if it holds up. I uh, so at my last job site, we used to watch movies during lunch, and two of the guys there, this was their favorite movie of all time. I've seen this movie dozens of times. Hmm. Very good. But um, it does hold up. I I think it holds up. We will see. We will see. I, I will give a, a first-time watching opinion as well. Even better. Um, So we, we last week we gave a... Uh, we were playing shitty songs by teams. Mm-hmm. Um, And I had a a poll that went up. A whole nine people voted. So you can all Ain't fuck no. yourselves, uh, first of all. Thank you for participating. And um, Purple and Gold has won the poll for shittiest NFL song... <laughs> At fifty six percent, coming in second place at forty four percent is the forty ers Thank you. And Chief Kingdom got zero. Um, I I was saying to you guys, I said we should come up with a name for uh, and Faust scold me. Uh, I said instead of Bang Bang Niner game for like a fucking name for a team's defense. He said that's not the name of the team defense. I said irrelevant. Um, so I said we got to come up with a fucking team name because I said like they have everyone that's ever anybody that had a good whatever has a fucking name. Greatest show on turf was the great offense for the the St. Louis Rams. You have uh, Monsters of the Midway, of course. You had the Purple People Eaters. You have uh, Steel Curtain. Did, who's Gang Green? I would assume that's Philly, but when the fuck was that? Mm. Late 80s? Is that the the Jets? It probably is the Jets then. From the fucking 60s? Something like that. Yeah, I'm like, who the right fuck now. else would that be? Fucking. Um, so I said. Yeah. It was the uh, Jets. It's the Jets. The Eagles were the fucking, please let us win something. That was their, <laughs> that was their special name. Uh, so I said, if see if you guys can come up with a name. For the Niners' defense. I appreciate good football. I appreciate good things. Unless it has anything to do with Green Bay, and then I don't appreciate shit. I say I appreciate good talent, and I like a good swarm defense. I, I enjoy that. So I said, see if you guys could come up with one. Did anybody, did you guys come up with one at all? Other nope. than you, didn't, you couldn't come up with any? I came up with one. I heard it a long time ago when the Niners' defense was semi-doing good. They were trying their spitballing ideas on the radio, and it always stuck with me. Okay. The gold knuckles. The gold knuckles. Instead of the brass knuckles, the gold <clears throat> knuckles. That's not bad. You know, I, if they didn't use the gold rush already for the cheerleaders, 
It's fucking mm-hmm. perfect. You know, I mean, oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Even the gold bars could be fucking used because it's like a fucking jail bar, you know, steel bars. But that's kind of a, a thing to have to think of. I thought, I came up with out of the blue, and this popped into my head, which I said, I, I pulled a Steven, Spielger, uh, Steven Seagal while I was driving. So <laughs> I, I just heard. I just heard the greatest team <laughs> slogan name. Um, I came up with, this is the defensive name for the team, Scarlet's Web. <laughs> I said that's my fucking team name for uh, the 49ers and they could adopt it Faust just give me credit I'll take the you know royalties off these t-shirts for Scarlet's Web uh, unlike my nickname was uh, Scarlet's Web or no it was uh, Charlotte's Web that's that one because uh, why Faust oh because uh, you track pigs <laughs> <laughs> that's such a fucking good one <laughs> they call me charlotte's web because i attract pigs uh <laughs> um <laughs> speaking of pigs i have a two pig story to yeah, report bitch. oh boy i go so any drama and he's been like no nothing and then all of a sudden, the floodgates open. I go, from nothing to, oh, by the way. Uh, I was going to say, I can't believe he's made it to February. Well, the prop, the reason why he has made it to February is because he is in a uh, boot, a walking boot. He can't go anywhere because oh. he broke his ankle doing How? bullshit. Remember they jumped that fucking uh, guy and he fucking like stepped off the curb and fucked himself up and he actually broke his ankle, like a, a oh, fracture. So... He's like, itch. oh, I can't wait to get back out there. It's always like he's going to play a game. I go back out there. Um, and so he tells me, Cat uh, tells me that um, they're in a fucking car. They're in, of course, Cat's, uh, the Catmobile. And <laughs> they're riding, you know, it's like the size of a bus because there's 50 kids. And there's police uh, parked next door in the parking lot, whatever. And he's looking at them. These fucking pigs, these fucking, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, it, it's it's rings so fucking phony, you know. Uh, oh, these pigs. He starts. He rolls down the fucking window, and he start to lean out. <laughs> and cat, fucking stop it, you mother, you fucking don't say a fucking word. And he's like, what, what? He's all, I know what the fuck you're about to do. And he's all, I'm, I was gonna fucking yell pig at them. He's like, yeah, I fucking know. And, and, like, there's no sense. It's it's. He would scream pig at the cops. And poor cat is going to be the one getting fucking mm. pulled over. And, you know, I'm He's got to like, put the child lock on the windows. Oh, my God. I <laughs> said. 18-year-old. <laughs> I said, I don't know how you can compose yourself not to swing your arm behind the seat. <laughs> I would uh, there would be no control I would have swing and, and hope I connect with his fucking head there's no fucking chance um, so another one he says cat goes outside and uh, the car is dirty and on the back window uh, there's some writing you know by a finger in writing and it says pomp and droney uh and then it has like whatever the fuck his gay set is, and then it says uh, SK afterwards, uh, which is scrap killer. So, 
Cat's the one driving this fucking car. <laughs> I, I'm, he sees it, thank God, beforehand. And he's like, what the fuck? And he goes, ah, it's okay. <laughs> like, I laugh that oh. he says this and I say it to him. I go, oh, like he uh, has clout in the fucking hood. And, oh, nobody do it. I'm, I'm putting protection on him. Like, he, he's a fucking boss somewhere. Um, when was the last time he killed a scrap? Oh, exactly. He, <laughs> the scrap's at the fucking table, maybe. <laughs> so he was, uh, yeah, he's like, oh, no, it's fine. And so uh, Kat was about to fucking strangle him to death. I'm like, I I don't know how, I don't know how he's fucking living like this. I said, Kat's going to end up fucking getting killed from shit that he doesn't even know that was going on or something. Like, there'll be fucking signs, and Cat won't know that there's fucking signs sitting there that says, you know, he's part of a fucking gang, and they'll think it's him. He's going to get fucking shot up or something. So, it's it's a matter of time. But he keeps on telling everybody and saying how he can't, you know, he, he wants to go back, and he can't wait to go in, and he got a call from one of his fucking uh, buddies from fucking Elmwood or wherever the hell they're at. And it's, you know, we accept charges and everything. And then he, he turns to his mother and says, you, yeah, you should you better get used to how that sounds. Yeah, and they're like, what the fuck? I'm like, there is no person, hard or not or whatever, that I've ever heard that says, I want to go to fucking jail. Thank you. Um, it's, it's usually, I'm going to try to do shit and get away with it. Get as much shit done as I can and get away with it. And he's like, I go, he just wants to fucking go. So why not just try to fucking rob a bank? So you either get all that fucking money or you go get your wish and go to fucking jail. Yeah. So. Fuck it. Oh, my God. I I feel so bad for the fucking cat. I mean, who the fuck needs this? I mean, really? And he even says, he's like, eh. like, I asked him, well, how would you feel if he got killed? And he's like. Part of him, you know, obviously he's sad it's a son, but part of him may be fucking relieved. Relief. <laughs> fucking relief that this is done with. But this is uh this is this fucking life. I don't know. I'm I'm telling you, the um the wife had a crazy like fever and complications when he was inside there. So we think his brain got fucking melted. Oh. That's our mm-hmm. thought. That's what we fucking said. So Oh God! Uh, and you guys see the Oscars? 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 No. You didn't watch it, fucking Greg of all people. <laughs> Greg watched all the movies. No shit! What the fuck is wrong with you? I don't have to watch him. I was there. Did you agree <laughs> with Parasite as being the winner? Well, now no, I gotta remember? watch this fucking Parasite. Yeah. Well, who did you you picked uh, the love story or whatever the fuck? Or no, no, I I picked Joker. Yeah, because you're normal. I said a that's lot of a mainstream movie. I said a lot of people shit on Joker. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, people are fucking assholes. That's, that's yeah, at least Joaquin got but, best actor, and that's uh, the most important thing. And but I did say, yeah. I did say Joe, the Parasite was fucking great, though. I love the story in it. Yeah, see, I gotta watch that now and suffer through a fucking sub. That's why I texted well, you because the girlfriend's like, is the whole thing in fucking subtitle. Good, good news though. I I hear mm-hmm. I heard that when they release it on DVD, it's, it might be dubbed. Oh, so it's going to be reverse Chinese movie. Yeah, so you don't. Yeah, so you don't have to worry about uh, reading subtitles. Oh boy, because that takes away too. Because you're busy reading instead of looking right. at what the fuck happens. That that's yeah. what kills me half the time. Um, yeah, and then uh, 
Joaquin pulled a rib on all of us. He just wanted to be pretend he was a joker the whole fucking time when he was on stage with his speech. Yeah, I still got to watch that. You have never, you haven't heard that shit yet? Not yet. No, I forgot. I'm playing it on the fucking show. Then. There's, that's <laughs> insane. You haven't heard that shit. Let's see. Okay. Oscar. Big rock. Fire. Oscar speech. Okay. Joaquin. Phonics. Let's see. Phonics. Okay. All right. Here, here's a nonsense. It's uh, four minutes long. I can't believe you've never heard this, Greg. This is insane. All right. Here we go. And the Oscar goes to Joaquin Phoenix Joker. La, la, la. This is the first Oscar and fourth nomination for Joaquin You hear it okay, Greg? Yep. Yeah, no one can applaud for um, God, I'm full of so much gratitude right now. Uh, and I do not feel elevated above any of my fellow nominees or anyone in this room because we share the, the same love, the, the love of film. And this form of expression has given me the most extraordinary life. Um, I don't know what I'd be without it. But I think the greatest at the Viper. gift that it's given me hmm. and many of us in this room is the opportunity to use our voice for the voiceless. Thank you, punk. I've been thinking a lot about mm. some of the distressing issues that we are facing collectively. And I think at times we feel or we're made to feel that we champion different causes. But for me, I see commonality. I think whether we're talking about gender inequality or racism or queer rights or indigenous yeah. rights or animal rights, we're that? talking about the fight against injustice. We're talking about the fight against the belief that one nation, one people, one race, one gender, or one species has the right to dominate, control, and use and exploit another with impunity. I- <clears throat> Um, I think that we've become very disconnected from the natural world and many of us what we're guilty of is an egocentric worldview the belief that we're the center of the universe we go into the natural world and we plunder it for its resources well we have we feel entitled Mm. to artificially inseminate a cow and when she gives birth we steal her baby even though her cries of anguish are unmistakable. And then we take her milk that's intended for her calf and we put it in our coffee and our cereal. My milk. And I think we fear the idea of personal change because we think that we have to sacrifice something to give something up. But human beings at our best are so inventive and creative and ingenious. And I think that when we use love and compassion as our guiding principles, we can create, develop, and implement systems of change that are beneficial to all sentient beings and to the environment. Now, I've been... 
I've been a scoundrel in my life. I've been selfish. I've been cruel at times, hard to work with, and ungrateful. But so many of you in this room have given me a second chance. And I think that's when we're at our best, when, when we support each other. Not when we cancel each other out for past mistakes, but when we help each other to grow, when we educate each other, when we guide each other towards redemption. That is the best of humanity. I just, I want to, um, when he, when, when, when he was, when he was, when he was 17, my brother wrote this lyric. He said, run to the rescue with love and peace will follow. Thank you. Jesus fucking Christ. I, I expected yeah. him to pull out a fucking gun. Say that, Chuck. I thought he was going to pull out a gun and shoot someone because I'm like, this is like the same shit he was screaming in Joker. You know, you I, laugh uh, and society does this and that. Good. It, I mean, he, it still would have been relevant for him to pull out his brother's lyric, but he never talked about the movie. <laughs> yeah, they, they ignore it. And you know what? None of these actors could fucking speak without something written for them. They all could play pretend really fucking well. But when they have to be their own human being, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like, Tom Cruise is nuts. Mm. But you put a script oh, yeah. in front of him, and he's fucking brilliant. He could speak. That's a, that's a good point. Yes, and a place to stick it, baby. And uh, yeah. Pitt's, Pitt's uh, speech was good. He uh, he upset the right, of course. And you know what? That's one thing you're not supposed to do as a famous person. Don't bring up religion. Don't bring up politics. You're just going to alienate half the fucking country. And they'll be like, I'm never going to go see your fucking movie again. Like, uh, the Dutch's father hates Tom Hanks because he's because uh, he's against Trump. Oh, and it's like, see, who hates Tom Hanks? Yeah, he's like, like, fuck Tom Hanks, this motherfucker. You know, and it's like, you're going to turn off a lot of fucking people. I mean, you know, if you're even in the majority, you're still cutting off half your fucking audience. Is it like 90% of Hollywood against Trump? Oh, fuck. All of Hollywood. It's it's all fucking, you know, lefties on fucking, you know, Hollywood, of course. Here was um, Pitt's acceptance speech. It's short. I, I thought it was uh, good, even though he, he does take a shot, which, hey, I'm all for humor and uh, at anyone's expense. I don't really give a shit. So let's see here. And the Oscar goes to... Okay, let's get him on stage. Brad Pitt. Okay. This handsome Yay. devil. If he's... Fucking handsome. Not a hair loss on that head, too. Like Tom Brady. Exactly. Look at that. Man, Pitt's a Kansas City fan. I hope I don't mention that, though. He's from there, isn't he? Yeah. Or Arkansas or somewhere else? This is incredible. Really incredible. Thank you to the Academy for this honor of honors. They told me I only have 45 seconds up here which is 45 seconds more than the Senate gave John Bolton this week. I'm thinking maybe Quentin does a movie about it, and in the end, the adults do the right thing. This really is about Quentin Jerome Tarantino. You are original. You are one of a kind. Uh, uh, the, the film industry would be a much drier place without you. And I, and I love the ethos you gave Cliff Booth. Look for the best in people. Expect the worst, but look for the best. Leo, 
I'll ride on your coattails any day, man. The view's fantastic. And to the rest of the cast and crew, uh, Big Bad Bob Richardson, um, Robert Garcia, Richie, uh, my man Mike Moe. Hey, you know, I also want to say, you know, while we're doing all this, I think it's time we, we give a little love to our stunt coordinators and our, our stunt crews. Listen, I'm a big gobsmacked. I'm not, I'm not one to look back, but this has made me do so. And I, I think of my folks taking me to the drive-in to see Butch and Sundance and loading up my car and moving out here and Gina and Ridley giving me my first shot to all the wonderful people I've met along the way to stand here now. Once upon a time in Hollywood, I think that's the truth. This is for my kids who color everything I do. I adore you. There you go. Oh, I, I melt my heart. What, what do you think about the in memoriam uh, leaving out Luke Perry? You know what? You know who I realized was out it was uh, Sid Haig. That's yeah, all I too. fucking thought. <laughs> I didn't even think of Luke. Mr. Luke. Yeah, Luke was only in the uh, movie that was nominated for oh. Best Picture, and they left him out. <laughs> and oh. I guess the Academy came back with, oh. well, we have a you know a staff of people who decide, and there's only a limited amount of time. Oh, so. please. Shit. It's like a couple years ago, they put someone who wasn't dead in there. Oh, yeah, oh. that was good. <laughs> That's the thing. Nobody fucking... I mean, Jesus Christ. They're putting fucking, you know, grips in there that you never fucking heard mm-hmm. of before, so... Yeah, they can't say, you know what, we fucking forgot. Because I guarantee that's the fucking <laughs> real thing. We fucking forgot someone instead of, yeah, we knew, but we over we passed them by because that would Whoops. sound even fucking worse. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, and I don't know why Eminem was there, and I guess that was the consensus of most people. <laughs> it was like, what? I don't like understand why. years later? Yeah, it was like, because this song won 100 years ago? Yeah, I guess Dick it was a surprise, and, mo- and most people in the audience seemed confused, too. Oh, I w- all I could do was laugh at the white people bobbing up and down <laughs> for this fucking music. Some of them were, like, mouthing the lyrics, you know, oh, sing- yeah, I'm singing like, along. Oh, Gal Gadot these- was into it. Oh, Gadot over there, Gal Gadot. <laughs> I was yelling about the that um, we have a woman conductor for the music of... For the first time, and I go, yeah, because some you can't wave a stick around, you fucking assholes. <laughs> I love it. It was like, and I said, I was like, thank God they got a woman down there in the fucking orchestra. Mm. This, you have broken barriers, ma'am, because I'm sure that Mar- people Marty's were like, says he was falling asleep during Eminem's performance too. I saw him look at yeah, he looked like he was like, what is going on here? What kind of music is this? And I no, said, he, he was thinking like, what what. what? What movie can I use this in? Mm-hmm. I figured I was like, Shit. look, his eyebrows falling off his head. Uh, his eyebrows are like on the COVID. side. <laughs> I guess none of, the, none of the Netflix movies really won anything, right? I don't yeah, think I don't that think one. So. Got I, th- uh, I think uh, Lord Dern. Yeah, that's about it. You know, you know, I, I told you guys I watched Judy. Correct. <laughs> I mentioned that I watched this Judy. Now, best actress, right? Now, here's the funny part yeah. about this best best actress. They're going through all this, and they they announce, you know, and I go, that was Renee Zellweger. I had no <laughs> idea. The girlfriend's like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" I go, I go, I almost asked you who's the woman that does the fucking Judy because she's good. 
not a fucking stitch of a fucking idea. She does look different than she did like 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, and you know, though, she doesn't look as horrific as we first saw after the plastic surgery either. It's it's settled a little bit now. She always used to look like she just sucked on a lemon. Yeah, she does. She's got that fucking sourpuss face. Um, But I had no fucking idea. None. (laughs) But they don't show credits? I'm not going to fuck it. I don't watch. I don't care. <laughs> Meanwhile, it should have been the first thing that said, you know. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, I'm just like, all right. I don't think I finished the movie. I said it was bad. I was like, mm-hmm. I was done with it. I'm like, all right, that's that's it for me. Um, Now, Greg, I was going to ask you, see if you guys know this, this uh, question. You know how they have names for generations? Like right, right. now, these slobs, I, and I feel bad. Poor Austin's going to be a, a millennial, right? Or is he something else? No, it's different now already. Yeah, so he's a millennial. We're uh, Generation X, which <laughs> I I enjoy that. That's a good Degeneration X. I, I think he's they're Gen Z. Oh the, yeah, the kids that are born now. No, are, are you sure the kids that are, so he's already in the which one is he then the millennial or? I think Gen, Gen Z is after millennial if if I'm not mistaken. So Gen Z was after millennial. That's already done. Yeah. When? Yeah, I think so. Well, here was the question. How far back do you guys know? Because all I know is baby boomers, and that's our parents. Right. And then I believe it's Generation X is us, right? Yeah. Yeah, the, the offspring of baby boomers is Gen X. And then the offspring of Gen X would be millennials. Yeah. I don't think we're to that Z then. But I have heard of the Z. But I how heard far... of something that's a hybrid of Gen X and Millennials, but I forget what it's called. Oh God. Well, is where did this start? Where where does this even come from? Uh, if you were born uh, in 1928 to 1945, you're the Silent Generation. Oh. <laughs> mm. The si- How do you? How did you type this in, Faust? Oh, uh, here it is, right here. What keywords in, uh... did you type for this? Generational names. Oh, there you go. Or generational categories. Okay. All right, let me hear this. What you got? Oh, yeah, the silent or traditionalist and baby boomers are 46 to 64. Generation X, 65 to 76. Millennials. Now, now I always heard it was 65 to 81, and millennials were 81 to to 95, 96, that area. And then Gen Z, iGen, or Centennials are 96. And it hasn't ended yet. Oh, so Austin got a Gen Z. Yeah, or iGen or Centennials. There's still three names out there. I don't think anyone's come up with a... Oh, I found the uh, hybrid. So uh, if you were born in the late 70s, early 80s, like if you were uh, cross-pollinated, if you will, they're called uh, Zennials. Oh, fuck. Daniels. Also known as the Oregon Trail generation. Oregon Trail? <laughs> People on the cusp of Generation X and Millennial demographic, typically born in the late 70s, early 80s. So I was going to say, Faust, you're not a Generation X then. If 76 is the fucking end from well, that one list. This, this one list, and, and I've, I've seen it as late as 81. Mm-hmm. For, mm. for Gen X, so I was say, I don't you don't want to be a fucking. You don't want to be a fucking millennial, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm like, you don't know how that would apply to us at all. I don't know, man. Millennials are storing shit up. Mm. I, I'm glad to not be. Fuck that. All I think is these fucking asshole kids as millennials. 
I'm, you're you're, I think man. of him as young. You're fucking old man. Yeah. <laughs> Get off. Get off my porch. fucking lawn. I'm gonna Get shake my, my, my crutch at you. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, there was a. Uh, I really wish I'm gonna fucking beg you, motherfuckers, next uh, season for this. You, I'm not watching the Bachelor. You have to watch the fucking Bachelor. This is the greatest show in the fucking world. It is such fucking carnage and fucking... They are fucking train wrecks. It is so fucking great. I have to go back. I'm going to start watching like from the fucking first one because I know none of them. And there's always some fucking... Oh, everyone's crying. Everyone's upset. It's the fucking best. And then especially if they start fucking everybody, that's even fucking better. But... I, I watch uh, uh, um, at lunch. I watch uh, ABC Morning News, World News, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, and they at three o'clock or at three fifteen, they always give the Bachelor update on Tuesday mornings. So <laughs> well, I didn't even watch Monday, I don't watch, by the way. So even though I don't watch, yeah. Well, even though I don't watch, I get the fucking update every fucking week. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, and I mean, the God, the drama between the fucking women is insane. I mean, it's constantly you know cat fighting and. And the worst thing about it is they will go to the guy to kind of fucking sell out one of the other girls. And he fucking turns right around and goes to that fucking girl and goes, uh, this person says, and it's like, what? Why would you ever fucking get told that? I'd be like, I'm not telling you shit because you just throw me under a fucking bus immediately. Fuck off. They're like, oh, this girl pops pills and she drinks a fucking lot. Oh. And she comes back from this little uh, meeting with the guy. And she's like, so, I, I'm a pill popper and a fucking alcoholic, huh? And it's like, ooh. It's because the guy panics. He hears this kind of shit. One girl's sobbing over another woman opening a bo- champagne bottle. Uh, so, <laughs> there's rumors on this next. Because they keep saying, it's every season is the funniest. Because they always go, the most unbelievable fucking bachelor we've ever had. The craziest shit happens. And they say it every fucking season. Meanwhile, well, last year that guy hopped the fence. <clears throat> yeah, meanwhile, the two I have seen have been fucking nuts. Because I, I, I haven't gone back. So I've only seen that um, the virgin guy and this guy. But I watch. The next one after is always Bachelorette. And uh, then there's always fucking. And there, there's craziness. There's just this fucking madness on the other side of the fucking aisle over here too. Um, guys that like refuse to leave. And look like they're going to be fucking serial killers and stalkers. Um, So they're like, they show always at the beginning of the season, like, you know, a whole bunch of clips of what's going to happen. And it's funny because they kind of almost have to show the girls from behind because then you're like, well, I know who's already getting far. And it's not a surprise, like, who's getting cut and all that kind of shit. So it's always kind of a blur. But you always see the fucking drama and a half at the end. Like, there's some catastrophe so in this one they're like you see him at the end where he's about to fucking propose and the host is like uh something just went down we just found out right now uh i'm sorry and he's panicked oh my god is uh, the world is fucking ending right and you're like the fuck is it so we're getting down to it i think there's like six left we're hmm. getting down to this and so rumors start to come out what could possibly what's gonna happen what's gonna happen what's going on there is an Instagram, apparently, because I got it sent to me, because I don't like to have the spoiler, but so I get it sent to me, and the the rumor is, spoiler if you uh, don't want to hear this, by the way, uh, they say the producer 
of The Bachelor leaves the show right before the end because she can't bear to see him propose to another woman and that she's the one who ends up with him. What the fuck? I said, if this is the fucking case, she needs to be fired immediately because how they got this fucking rumor is her goddamn Instagram with pictures with him, pictures with him and his family, pictures on New Year's Eve together. It's like, if you're the producer of Bachelor and you're posting fucking pictures with the fucking end of the show, you lose your fucking job immediately. That's the only part of me that's thinking this can't be the case. It can't fucking... She can't be that fucking dumb, you would hope. Right. But then again, she might fucking be. But I'm like, well, all these pictures... See, I'm trying to make a... <laughs> trying to figure it out. I go, all the pictures... There's not like a making out picture... There's no holding each other pictures. There's them together uh, with the family at a table. Uh, New Year's, she's wearing a fucking hat or whatever. They're the, and I'm like, well, if she's the producer of the show, she would be at all these events with them. And then you would just take a picture. So right. I'm like, okay, maybe that's why she's posting because you can't fucking... How the fuck are you posting pictures to fucking ruin the ending of a show that is this fucking important in our world? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I fucking love this. They're, I mean, these women are fucking, you know, they're all fucking supermodels for the most part. There's a couple of those token black broads, of course. Oh. That, I mean, give me a break. They're not going to fucking, you know, I'm like, why? Are, some of these, you know, they look like they, you know, like if you fell into a cage with them, you'd be worried they would fucking pull you around. Um but they're they're not going to get picked. They're not going to get fucking picked at all. So, but there's a couple that are, and I mean, they're all fucking 20 years old and shit like that, you know, in oh, great yeah. shape, all that perfect shit. But um, yeah, and, and of course, none of them really have fucking jobs where I'm laughing because I'm like, <laughs> one's a house flipper. I go, Bull, bullshit. And I feel bad about myself. I go, she's 22 years old and she's flipping houses. What the fuck is wrong with my loser self? So... I don't know these this fucking show. I I just love it. Now now I got the girlfriend into it because she didn't want anything to fucking do with it. And I'm, and and it was always you know you just want to see the hot fucking chicks. And I'm like, actually I'd feel more of a man if that was the actual case. But I uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like I like the drama. I go it's just constant fucking craziness and everybody crying and wanting to kill. I think there's a fist fight on this show. Oh. oh, my God. He he gets two of them together that are fucking nuts and has them talk about shit right in front of him and then, then makes choices. He's like, I got to walk you out to the other one. And uh, My pick. She fucking lost, though. She fucking... This guy, this bachelor, he's a pussy, right? That's what I heard. He He's a pilot. I don't know if that counts. Um, he's... So the elephant shits and he piles it? Say what? I said the elephant shit and he piles it. Thank you. Um, he... I don't know. He does a lot of, he says the same thing to every fucking chick, which uh girlfriend points out. <laughs> it's like, it's the same fucking thing. And I said, oh, and the other thing is how you get a rose is you have to tell something um, personal about yourself. And it's a guarantee. You got it. Because it's, he'll always be like, a person who's getting this uh, rose tonight is uh, someone who opened up and showed me, uh, I'm like, show me your insides. What? And uh, they get this rose. And it's it's always the same. Someone's like, 
oh, you know, I, I never had love before, and this is the first time. And they're all like, I'm falling in love with you, and it was six weeks or fucking. One was, I think, a week in. And they're like, I'm falling in love with you. I'm like, oh, fuck. How damaged is every one of these fucking girls? So that's uh, that's we'll see. I, I don't know if he's uh, more wishy-washy or what, but there's... I want somebody to go on the show that is like a sneak and really not into <laughs> like he's not looking for anything but to fuck everyone and like see how many he can get through and then at the end go I don't want to be with anybody and I mean that would be the best fucking show they've ever had it would be fucking insane so and and the way this show is I mean they're making out and then the girl leaves and another one comes to talk to him and he makes out with her, too. So he actually even told one of them, you're the best kisser in the house. And then he got rid of her, though. So I'm like, <laughs> I thought he was going to say, what else could that mouth do? And get to it. But did, did not. He did not do that at all. So, uh, Gregorio, yes, you have a, do you have a bit of news for us? Oh, yeah. I got a few stories here. Ooh. There's a story uh, from the New York Post. Uh, the headline says, Iranian company makes U.S. flags for protesters to destroy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's like the, you know, it's like that same company that makes the referees that you could tear apart while you watch football. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> a small Iranian company proudly makes thousands of U.S. flags every year just so they can be desecrated by protesters. Well, I mean, they do make uh, toilet paper with the Green Bay logo on it, so I can't say. Right. It doesn't say what they make them out of. They could be fucking paper for all we know. Mm-hmm. Um, almost all of them are destined to be sold to Iranian political hardliners for around $2 a piece to be stomped on, torn, and ultimately set ablaze during protests and rallies in the Islamic Republic. Factory owner Abol Fazi. Abolf. <laughs> Abolf. Ozzy uh, Kanjani says in recent tensions, he has seen productions triple in recent years. And his sister Azam, I thought Azam was a boy's name, refused, refuses to hide her satisfaction at how they will be desecrated. This year, as I sewed every flag, I was excited that they were going to be burned, Azam told the Associated Press. My feeling is just hatred when I sew them. It does not give me a good feeling, she said, of the flags, blaming the torment of last month's killing of Iran's top general. Qasem Soleimani for heightened the for the heightened hatred. Hmm. So, but uh, go on to say because Johnny goes on to say, I hope there is a day that the flags we produce will be uh, are presented as a gift. He even showed a painting by his eight year old son Aria. I thought that was a girl's name. The with Ar- the U.S. Yeah, of uh, the U.S. and Iranian flag side by side, the president of the U.S. has shaken the hand of Iranian president, and they have become friends. The optimistic caption reads. Hmm. All right, uh, adult website Cam Soda has offered the quarantine corona- coronavirus cruise passengers free porn. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's great. Uh, this Get bold the poison offer, out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this bold offer was extended via press release from executives at adult website Cam Soda and was directed at the 7,300 passengers who have been impacted by the coronavirus outbreak on the Diamond Princess and World Dream cruise ships, which are docked in Japan and outside Hong Kong. We're all going to fucking get a zombie virus at this fucking point. All you have to do is uh, show your um, 
your travel papers. <laughs> Show your shingles. And- yeah, and uh, well, the, like only a few of them. Like I think only four of them aboard one of the cruise ships showed symptoms. The rest are just being held there to see if they develop symptoms. So not all of them are are showing signs. Just four of them, but they're stuck there, and so they. Uh, um, uh, excuse me, thirty-five quarantine passengers uh, showed symptoms on the World Dream were disembarked after testing negative four days into the ship's quarantine. The Diamond Princess, on the other hand, has been under quarantine since Tuesday after an 80-year-old passenger from Hong Kong tested positive after the ship disembarked. The number of confirmed coronavirus cases on the ship has jumped to 135, according to the New York Post. At least two dozen Americans are said to be among the ship's infected passengers. I've been on that Diamond Princess. I went on a cruise like 15 years ago. That was oh, no the ship I went on. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Those, all all the slips like it, I guess. <laughs> the slip for webcam, for webcam session redemption, Cam Soda is requiring quarantined passengers and crew members, hey, all right, to send a copy of their travel documents via email in exchange for one thousand free tokens, which can be used to pay for live streams with porn stars. <laughs> I think they're <laughs> they're they're throwing out the word stars a little bit freely, aren't they? <laughs> if they're only on Cam Soda, who who knows who they are? Fucking star. All right, let's see here. Uh, oh, here's a here's one interesting one out of Australia. Here's the headline: Woman quote breaks vagina after using vibrator six times a day. Jesus Christ! The poor guy who's got to be with her after splitting from her husband, mm-hmm. <laughs> Nadia Bocody or Bocody was looking for a way to meet her needs and bought a rampant rabbit sex toy made famous by HBO television ser- series Sex in the City for that exact reason. After the dis- disillusion of her marriage, Bukaki fell in love with her new gadget. Bukaki? Bukaki. Yeah. She said, quote, I became obsessed with using it and the ease and speed at which it allowed me to feel pleasure again after months in a sexless marriage. It was incredibly liberating and empowering to really take control of my sexuality in that way for the first time in my adult life. It was sexless for her in the marriage. Right. Um, after a couple of weeks of using her new adult play thing, she started experiencing some pelvic pain and was hobbling around the office, not making the connection. She went to a doctor to find out what was wrong. Nadia confessed that she used it around six times a day, which amounts to around 42 sessions a week. Jesus Christ. The doctor started asking some questions, and that's when I realized the pain had been from result of me overusing my vibrator, she explained. It was equal parts embarrassing and hilarious. Now, she is a YouTube star with over 40,000 followers, and she is an Instagram um, influencer with over 60,000 followers. Anybody want to check her out? N-A-D-I-A-B-O-K-O-D-Y. Her pictures look pretty um, filtered, but... I mean, they—they, she's pretty hot. This is on Instagram. Yeah, she's got a nice body. Say anyway. say the name again. I'm on Instagram. Go ahead. Nadia Bacotti. N A D I A. Mhm. B O K O D Y. Okay. Naked body. It looks like. Oh, right. she. And the first picture is her with hairy armpits. What uh, the fuck? What I the didn't fuck? Know that. The See first you. fucking picture. Jesus Christ, and like showing it off. So the the pictures they show on this uh, article are actually like she's in a sexy lingerie in one with like 
Carter belt and stockings and shit. She's and, fucking fat too. What in the world? <laughs> this is a horrible fucking. This whole well, thing's a fucking you. wreck. Okay, then the three they show on here are actually hand selected, and I told you they're filtered. I'm not saying that they weren't. Well, fuck, they're gotta be way fucking filtered. Jesus Christ. Yeah, she's a. Uh, yeah, no, thank you. All right. Pound Rusa. <laughs> yeah, fucking extra, extra ass under her ass. Yeah, she's a. Uh... Oh, uh, show the cat. Oh, God. Yeah, he, he would like, like it. He like ass. You know uh, what? And get... I knew this. I saw this picture, and it's just her gut and legs as she's sitting. And I'm like, I guarantee this is a love your fucking body post. It says there's no greater gift you can give your give yourself or your sex life than the gift of loving your body as is right now, not for what you want it to be one day. Fuck off. Oh, man, she got some fat noggin. Yeah, she got some fat everything, and and the face ain't that great in the first place. Yeah, here's a face picture that's really fucking uh, airbrushed like a motherfucker. Yeah, she has a couple airbrushy pictures because she looks thinner in another one too. Yeah. Okay, yeah, those are the ones that they're showing on the web on the article. So, yeah, I didn't, I didn't look her up, or else I, I could have gave you a warning. <laughs> yeah, or I wouldn't have said anything. Oh God, keep your Shit. politics out of my uterus. Calm down. Nobody fucking wants you. Mm. No wonder, <laughs> no wonder that poor vibrator broke. You tried to get away from you. Oh. Yeah. All right, so uh, the Oscars were this past weekend, as we touched on earlier. Here are some of the winners uh, for animated feature film with Toy Story Four. Um, supporting actress was Laura Dern. Supporting actor was Brad Pitt. Now, I know Leonardo DiCaprio was like the, the main actor in that one, but damn, Brad Pitt was just all over that movie. They yeah, could have been like co co stars, right? Yeah, no shit. I mean, he was, he stole the show, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, best director was Bong Joon Ho for Parasite. What? That's right. Young Ho. I, I enjoy that better. Uh, best actress in the lead role, Renee Zellweger. Oh, what's she starring? <laughs> she was. Uh, she made a movie last year. <laughs> uh, lead actor was Joaquin Phoenix for Joker, and as we mentioned before, the best picture for 2019 was Parasite. Hmm. Did you guys get to the movies this weekend besides Goonies? Uh, you know what else I watched? I don't know if you guys have watched it because that goddamn Cindy Lauper song from Goonies was in my head for the Good last enough. few days. Mm. Have you ever seen the video? Yeah. Yeah, there's like two parts to it, and like there's a shitload of wrestlers in it Roddy Piper and right. Nikolai. And, and Lou Albano's in there again. Lou Albano. Right? And part two, Andre the Giant's in it. Oh, shit. I don't remember part two. I got to check that out. There's a part two, apparently. And there's like some uh, female pirates that are in the video too. Uh, apparently, it's the Bengals before they were like anything. Uh, before they're the Bengals. Before they uh, walked like an Egyptian, I guess. Mm -hmm. Jesus. Uh, the top five movies at the theaters domestically. Number five, Jumanji: The Next Level. Man, that got some fucking legs, don't Still? it? Still. Five million this week. Uh, this past weekend, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, nine weeks. Been in the top five. Number four this week was Doolittle. Still doing very little. Mm -hmm. Number three was 1917. Number two was Bad Boys for Life. And the number one movie at the box office this weekend was Birds of Prey. 
pulling in a paltry $33 million. Estimates were supposed to be 50 This uh, was underwhelming, and they don't expect to, this movie to do much. Yeah, why would they say that's shit? I'm like, it, there is, what the fuck? They, when they did, you know, they, they do their testing, they do their surveys and all that, so they could kind of estimate what it's supposed to make mm-hmm. based on that, and obviously they didn't do well enough on the surveys. Huh. Well, I, I got to go see the movie still. My girlfriend's yeah. in that movie. I have to see. Thank you. Um, it, it it did well. Like I think on like uh, like on Rotten Tomatoes and CineScore, CinemaScore, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. It it did pretty well. It, it didn't do like do shit. It wasn't like a, a a rotten movie, but. I mean, I heard the fucking number. I was like, well, that sounds fine to me. Yeah, but it's just not what they wanted. Oh, did you guys see? I mean, you didn't see the fucking Oscars at all, but did you see then Faust? The fucking Shia LaBeouf out there with the retard? No. Oh, that peanut butter and whatever yes. it was, Falcon? The f- I cannot believe that old LaBeouf has not gotten shit for this. He practically was rolling his eyes with the retard up there oh. trying to talk. It was fucking bad. Um, yeah, I really want... You guys got to fucking watch it because he was like... Oh, no, because that was a rough, like, the guy couldn't fucking read barely, and he's like, oh, fuck, and he was, he fucking, like, grit his teeth and closed his eyes, like, fuck, like, why am I, it was, I'm like, how is he not being shit on by people, like, how could, you know, the compassion, (laughs) so I'll I'll, I'll find it and send it to you guys, because I would love to hear what you think, because I can't believe it wasn't mentioned, go ahead, Greggy. Coming out this week in the movie theaters, there are six movies um, vying for your Valentine's date night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nationwide coming out, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Uh, I saw this is looked very artsy. I saw the uh, the previews for it when I went to go see Parasite. Looks like uh, one woman's uh, commissioned to do a portrait of another young girl, and then they fall in love. Um, another movie coming out is called Buffaloed with Judy Greer, Jack Courtney, Zoe Deutsch, and Jane Eastwood. Follows homegrown hustler Peg Dahl, who will do anything to escape Buffalo, New York. Mm. Who would it? Uh, let me see. Except for the mafia. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog is coming out with Jim Carrey. I am calling this movie is going to be a flop like you've never seen. Of Epic proportions there's two red flags in this movie not it's even a pushed, top five it, it was pushed back once there's been no press and that's, no yeah, critics that's true. it was and no cri- yeah and, and no credits or no critics have come out to they haven't touted this movie uh on tv that i've seen but then again it's not my demographic so they're not advertising on my shows well i know uh, wrestling was fucking advertising it like crazy it was like what the fuck already with this um, i think uh, i know my daughter wants to go see it thank god i'm not gonna have to go Oh, man, it just, I'm like, I can't imagine even Kid Moon. Because, I mean, fucking Sonic's not even around. That's from our people would be fucking. Yeah, but my da- my daughter knows about it, and she wants to go see it. Mm. I wonder. I think it's going never... so fucking bad, I can't even imagine. So She's never collected one fucking ring in her life. <laughs> she wants to see this movie. Yeah. Uh, also... How much money redoing the, that fucking thing, too? Because there's shoes or something? Uh, his shoes, his face, a lot of shit. Yeah, because I remember this movie was supposed to be fucking long fucking time ago. Yeah, like a year ago. Yeah, shit. 
All right, so also coming out this weekend is a comedy with Will Ferrell and Julia, Julia Louis-Dreyfus called Downhill. Supposedly it's a remake. I don't know what they remade it from. Um, I haven't heard shit about this movie until like a, two weeks ago. Hmm. And then coming out also this week, Fantasy Island. Oh, the, yeah, like a horror movie, Fantasy Island. The yeah, Plane. Oh. The Plane, <laughs> yeah, Lucy Hale and Michael Pena starring... And then finally, coming out this week, The Photograph. Hmm. That's all I'm going to say. It's a drama romance, and I have no idea who's... Oh, Chelsea Peretti's in it. I thought she was a... She was a, what do you call it, a uh, comedian. Uh But whatever. But it's supposed to be a drama romantic... She's like married to Jordan Peele, isn't she? I couldn't tell you. No, okay. All right, and that's your bad news for the week. Thank you, Greggy Boy. Before we get to your nonsense... Something we haven't done in a while and it's been neglected is give me a number for Would You Rather. Uh, Faust, between 1 and 400. Mm, 333. Trips 3. Let's go there. Okay. I don't even know why we don't do this. I just keep forgetting to do it. Uh, that's already taken, so we always go to the next one. Remember that. So you would go three, three, four. Would you rather eat someone's tumor right after it's been extracted by oh. surgery? Well, if you put orange sauce on it, I bet you it's fine. <laughs> or uh, or chew and swallow someone's eyeballs. Fuck. I got to go with the eyeballs because I don't know if that fucking tumor has shit. Yeah, that was my thought. I'm sure they're both uh, similar consistency and texture, but Mm -hmm. you can eyeball. Yeah, I say the same. Eyeball. Jesus Christ. Uh, Greggy boy. Uh, She's only 17. 17. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah, something like that. Well, 17's (laughs) been taken. So we'll oh, go to okay. 18. I'm like, there's all this, and we've we've already gone through fucking this. <laughs> uh, would you rather, as a lumberjack, 100 feet up a large tree, suddenly come upon a beehive, or come across an angry nesting eagle? See, this isn't a terrible one. I would, I'd go for the eagle than the fucking bees. Yeah, yeah, you're almost fighting one one fucking angry. Yeah, I feel like I could punch animal. the fucking eagle. Yeah, it's and it's big. I could see it coming. The bees, you're you're fucking doomed. Same with you, Faust. Same. Yeah. Okay. The eagle. All right. I'll flip the book open and stop. Two fifty-seven. Uh would you rather chew shards of broken glass or sit on a lighted barbecue grill? I mean, how long I got to fucking sit on the yeah. fucking grill? I I go for I'll the sit fucking. On the grill. I'd rather chew the glass. I, I'll sit on the grill. That's fucking. You gonna burn yourself, man? <laughs> At least I can still yeah. talk. I don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't want that glass we've going inside seen, my body. We've seen people eat glass as their Ripley's or something. You know. Um, life hacks. Faust one through one thousand. Six six five. Okay, because I'm sure we did the six six six. Okay. Nope, we did six six five, and six six six. So you will be six six seven. 
What? Okay, six. So give me six six three. All right. <laughs> uh this is in life tips. If you're walking in a bad area at night, call someone and stay on the line. If something happens, they can call the police. Uh, Greg. <laughs> uh, how about not walking in that fucking neighborhood? Go ahead. Uh, she's only 17. No. <laughs> okay. Get to it. 17. Jesus Christ. So fucking in the beginning. Uh-uh. Oh, I had a fucking story to tell about us going to SmackDown, too. Jesus Christ. The uh, full experience of welcome to fucking the nerd asylum. Uh, 17. I'll be telling that on the the Billy show, then. Um, This is under technology. To resize a photo for Instagram, tilt your phone sideways. Take a screenshot of it. It'll fit perfectly without affecting the quality. Yeah. I knew that. There you go. Um, I will flip the page and go, well, I'll just think of a number. Let me go with 56. Let's see here. 56. Oh, good, because 55 was taken. Um, this is under technology. Drop a battery from six inches off the ground. If it bounces once and falls over, it's still good. If it bounces around more than that, it's dead or on its way out. How about that? All right, then. That's pretty good. I take that one. Greg, I heard you did a show. Every Friday, Cold Brew Podcast. This week, I recap my my time at Strong Beer Fest, which Ooh. is the one of the two best beer fests in the state of Arizona. Congratulations In on my that. opinion. And all Thank your you. success. Uh, uh, I got in, and I got in for uh, with media passes for free, so you make it even hey better. Now. And uh, we will be going to... WrestleMania next year, by the way, that will be our trip. So we might not go on a trip this year, I guess. Um, whoa, not, whoa, I don't know if anything's whoa. fucking uh, sticking out for us, you know. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, nothing's. Uh, there's no destination spot or something like. Ooh, I, I go to go to that one. It'd be SummerSlam if anything. That's the problem. Um, so yeah, L.A. It's down the block. We going. Uh, you could find a lot of our nonsense at lingusmafia.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lingus Mafia. Remember, I could do anything I want to do because my dad is dead. And we'll see you next Tuesday. Thank you. Fuck you. Good night. <laughs> Good luck.